Hi, welcome to the Activate Podcast. My name is Jillian Pelkey, and it is a joy to be with you today. If you'd like to catch past episodes of the podcast, you can search them out on SoundCloud or iTunes, and you will find a bunch of them there. Uh, this morning, we're going to be talking about uh, the book of Daniel in the first couple chapters of Daniel, and I'm super excited for what the Lord has laid on my heart, and I hope that it really, really touches your heart. So let's pray and seek the Lord, and then let's get into this together. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Lord, I come before you today humbled to be able to communicate your word. And Lord, I pray that your spirit would speak. Lord, I pray that your word that you've given to us would separate in the intentions of our heart, that it would reveal to us things that uh, you want to reveal to us. Lord, I thank you that you don't want there to be a, a mystery of what you're trying to say. But Lord, I thank you that you speak plainly that God, as we seek you, we'll find you. And so this morning, God, we are seeking you. This morning, God, we are we are looking to hear your voice speak to us. So Lord, I ask that your word would speak. God, I thank you for the power of your spirit. I thank you for the power of your name. Lord, move in our hearts and in our lives today through your word. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, today we're going to be looking in Daniel 1, 2, and 3. So if you uh, have your Bible nearby, grab that and get that open because we're going to be talking about a a couple things in there. I want to talk to you about this king in the book of Daniel, Daniel, King Nebuchadnezzar. King Nebuchadnezzar had uh, set himself up as the king over all kings. He really thought a lot of himself. And I think in today's terms, if we were going to give him um, a psychology type word, we would call him a narcissist. We would call him one that, uh, elevates himself and thinks that everybody else should be working for him and he's manipulating things so that he can get whatever he wants. King Nebuchadnezzar was successful. Uh, he was successful in that God had allowed the people of Israel to be taken captive um, by the Babylonians. And so when King Nebuchadnezzar comes to reign, he's not only reigning over uh, one people group, but he's reigning over a kingdom. And so he sees himself as very important and he's treated as very important and he does not know God or serve God. And so he elevates himself to be like a God. And we have some social situations that we can see from thousands of years ago that apply to us today in 2021. And it's amazing how applicable the Bible is. It's amazing as we read the story of Esther and we read the story of Daniel, how we can put uh, our lives just just overlaid in this and see what God's saying. Well, we have uh, Daniel who is brought from captivity into the courts of the king and Daniel has this resolve. He has this settled solution inside of himself that he is going to serve God alone. And Daniel and a few of his friends make this commitment. But I don't think this commitment is new founded uh, in captivity. This commitment is beforehand, is before they're even brought into captivity. They have resolved themselves to serve God. They resolved to serve themselves when the people of God around them were not serving him. Hear that again. Daniel and his friends had resolved to serve the Lord even when the people of God, the godly people around them, had stopped serving God. They were still serving God. 
And so now they're brought into captivity because of the sins of those around them. They're brought into captivity. Lay that over your life for a second. Sometimes we're brought into bad places because of what other people do. Sometimes we're brought into bad places because what other people do. And yet God has a plan for us, even in the middle of that storm, even in the middle of that hardship. So Daniel and his friends are brought into captivity and they have this settled solution, this resolve that they're going to serve God no matter what and only God. And they're brought uh, and elevated to be in the courts of the king. They're taken and they're set with the officials and, and they are served choice wine and meats and food. And their law of Moses told them that they couldn't eat this food. And they had already resolved to serve God and not other people. Uh, and so when the food is set before them, they, they talked to the officials and they said, please just feed us vegetables and water and see if we're any weaker than the people around us. But we're going to stick to what God has told us to do, even though everybody else isn't. And the, and the officials agreed. And Daniel and his friends were as strong, even stronger than those around him. And that's because of the resolve to serve God. In Daniel chapter 1, verse 21, listen to this. It says, and Daniel remained there until the first year of King Cyrus. Meaning that Daniel, week after week, month after month, his resolve stayed. He remained in the courts of the king doing what he knew to be right, which was different than everybody else. He and his friends were different than everybody else, but he resolved and remained. He resolved and remained in his resolve day after day after day. King Nebuchadnezzar comes into power and King Nebuchadnezzar has this dream and he really wants this dream to be interpreted. And many times dreams in those days were interpreted by the wise men of the area, the astrologers of the area, and the person would tell the dream and they would give an interpretation of the dream. Well, time and time again, the, it was easy to make up or invent or come up with an interpretation of a dream when you heard it um, and make it favorable to the person telling you the dream. Uh, it didn't necessarily have to be a divine revelation. But King Nebuchadnezzar wanted his wise men to not only interpret his dream, but they, he wanted his wise wise people to Tell him what his dream was. So he wasn't even going to tell him what it was. And he wanted them to say, here's what your dream was and here's what it means. And the wise men respond to King Nebuchadnezzar and says, and say, there's no one on earth who can do what the king has asked. And Nebuchadnezzar says, I want you to do it anyway. There's no one on earth who can do what you asked. I want you to do it anyway. Oh, there are times in my life where People put unrealistic expectations where people ask things of me that I cannot give. I cannot produce what you're asking me to produce. I cannot heal that hurt in your heart. I can't uh, be the magical person to fix something for you. I, I, I'm not what you need. I can't help you. And yet the demand is there and in your face. And Nebuchadnezzar demanded so much so that he says, if you can't do this, I'm going to kill you. If you can't do this, all of you are going to be put to death. Sometimes when people demand things in our lives, there's, there seems like there's no solution. We can't produce what you want us to produce. We can't do what you're asking of me or what pressure you're putting on me. There's no way. And let's look at, again, what Daniel does. Daniel seeks God. And it says, Daniel prayed to the God of heaven. 
The king of the earth was asking something impossible, and the only solution was the God of heaven. The king of the earth asked something impossible. The only solution was the God of heaven. And God gave Daniel the interpretation of the dream. And King Nebuchadnezzar began to praise Daniel because that was his way. You must have come up with this, but he said, there's a God in heaven who reveals mysteries. The only way to to please the king of the earth was the God of heaven. The only way out of this situation was the God of heaven. And many times in our lives, when the impossible is put before us, impossible things, (laughs) we need the God of heaven. Daniel, it says that Daniel had stayed up all night asking God, seeking God for the interpretation of this dream. And then a vision came to him. When we seek God, he's going to give us a solution. He's going to give us a way out. He's going to give us the rescue. Sometimes these things, the only solution is a supernatural solution that comes from God. The kings of the earth will ask things of us that only the God of heaven can allow us to deliver. I want to focus in, though, the main main thrust of this is in Daniel chapter 3. And this is where King Nebuchadnezzar just uh, kicks it up a notch in his narcissism. It kicks it up a notch in his celebration of his himself. And he creates this golden statue of himself. And he says, whenever you hear music playing, the harp and the lyre, whenever you hear the flute going and, and the band begin to play, every nation, every tribe, every tongue should bow down to the gold statue of King Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> what? This to us in 2021 seems very blatant. It seems like this is ridiculous and we would never do it. We would never do it. And yet here they are and everyone is doing it. Everyone is bowing down when they hear the music. They're bowing down before this statue. And I can hear the justification uh, just begin to go off in my own head. Well, I can bow down and not mean it. You know, I could bow down before a statue and in my head be praying or to God in heaven. I could bow down before a statue and uh, I would justify in my own head that like I'm bowing, but I don't, I don't mean it. And I think that um, as obvious as King Nebuchadnezzar's ask was of these people, it's so cloaked and hidden in today's world, but there are so many things that are asking us to bow down. There's a little ding that goes off on our phone and we bow down to our phones. There's uh, addictions that we bow before every time they call, every time we hear the sirens call of whatever it is we're addicted to, we run to it. There are thought patterns in our head that uh, no good thought patterns that help that are causing us to think evil of other people or have arguments in our head and we hear the sirens call and it lures us to go and to, to dive deep into this negativity and we go and we bow ourselves before these different golden statues, these different idols that come before God. King Nebuchadnezzar thought he was above everyone else and that everyone needed to bow before him. But it was brought to his attention that there were uh, three men who were not bowing. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Uh, and they were brought and he said, these are people who pay no attention to your majesty. They neither serve your God nor worship the image of God you have set up. There are images of God that are set up all around us. Images of God. Not the true God, but images that look like gods in our lives that we all keep bowing down to. We need to have resolve down deep inside of us like Daniel and remain in that resolve that we're not going to bow before the gods of convenience, the gods of 
of things that suck our time, the gods of things that, that demand our attention and our love and our allegiance, we're only going to bow before God. Could you imagine if you were the, the ones that would, when everybody else was bowing down low, you were standing up tall. When everybody else was crumbling, you were saying, no way. That was these people. And here's the response in Daniel 3.13. Furious with rage, Nebuchadnezzar summons them. Why is he furious? Because he really truly believes that he is worthy of being bowed down to. And his rage and his anger is directed right at them. And when we don't bow down before people who think we should bow before them, when we don't bow before um, things of this world that are asking for our attention, there is bound to be someone on the other end that is furious with rage. There is bound to be somebody uh, <laughs> standing up and saying, why aren't you doing what everyone else is doing? Why won't you spend your life getting money? Why won't you spend your life obtaining things? Why are you always going after church? Why are you always going after ministry? Why are you always going? Why won't you go after the things of this world? There's always someone on the other end furious with rage. We need that resolve down deep in our bellies that we will serve God no matter what, that we are not going to bow before any person or anything or, or anything else besides the God of heaven. And Nebuchadnezzar brings them in. He says, is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you don't serve my gods? And there will be people, there will be neighbors, there will be family members, there will be good people and bad people all around you that will say, is it true that you don't watch that show? Is it true that you don't spend your time doing this? Is it true that you live your life so differently than the rest of the world? Why aren't you doing what we're doing? Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you don't serve my gods or bow down before me? There may be people in your life that are saying that to you. Why would you not bow before me? People, uh, and it says, Nebuchadnezzar says, I, and I have this highlighted in my Bible and circled, I have set this up. This is Nebuchadnezzar. The I in this sentence is Nebuchadnezzar. I set this up. Why aren't you following it? And I believe the Nebuchadnezzar of 2021 can be identified in your life. Who is it that set themselves up above you? Who is it who has set themselves up and says, serve me, do what I say. I'm in charge. You, you bow before me. Maybe it's a person or maybe it's an addiction. Maybe it's an addiction. Maybe it's a thing that says, why aren't you serving me with your time? Maybe it's video games that say, why aren't you serving me with your time? I've set this up so that you would get addicted. I've set this up so that it'll be a thing in your life. And Nebuchadnezzar says, I'm going to give you another chance. Now, when you hear the, the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipe, and all kinds of music, if you're ready, fall down and worship the image I made. But if you don't, I'm going to kill you. Furious with rage, your addiction will call out to you. And say, I'm going to try again. I know you said you had resolve on your diet. I know you said you had resolve on not doing this bad thing anymore. I know you had resolve that you weren't going to watch pornography anymore. I know you had resolve that you weren't going to think those negative thoughts. I know you had resolve that you weren't going to be angry at your children or your spouse or another person or a family member. I know you had resolve, but I'm going to give you one more chance. Furious with rage, I'm coming at you saying, do it. Just do it one more time. I'm going to give you one more chance. So Nebuchadnezzar, whoever is the Nebuchadnezzar in your life, calls out and says, what God will be able to rescue you from me? 
What God will be able to rescue you from your addiction? What God could rescue you from me, from this situation? Now, Daniel 3.16, listen. This is our response. This is our response. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to him, King Nebuchadnezzar, and so you can put in anything in your life, pornography. You could, you could speak any evil into this. Uh, replace King Nebuchadnezzar with that word. He says, King Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it, and he will deliver us. So you can say, pornography, I'm not going to defend myself before you in this matter. Even if I'm thrown into death, I will no longer serve you. You can pick out your thing. You can call out that person who's been trying to take you away from the things of God. You say, I don't need to defend myself before you in this matter. Even if unto death, I'm going to serve God and not you. I am no longer serving sin. I am no longer serving a person who has set themselves up over me. I am serving God. We are thrown into the blazing furnace. The God we serve is able to deliver us from it, and he will deliver us from King Nebuchadnezzar's hand. But even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. How do you think King Nebuchadnezzar responds? How do you think sin responds when you stand up against it? Verse 19, King Nebuchadnezzar was furious. He orders that the the furnace be turned up seven times hotter. And when the the soldiers who brought Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego to the furnace brought them there, they were singed and they they died just throwing them in. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the climb up to the furnace could have turned and said, I'll bow down one more time. I'll bow down. I want to save my own life. But they didn't. They had this resolve, this settledness in their souls that they were going to serve God, even if it meant death. And they're thrown into this blazing furnace. And many of us know this story. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were not burned up. And one of the people calls out to Nebuchadnezzar and he says, look, there's another person in that fire with them. There's four of them. And it was an angel of the Lord. It was the Lord. And so he, Nebuchadnezzar orders them out of the the furnace. And I love this. It says there wasn't even a smell of fire on them. There was nothing cinched on them. They were perfectly fine. Friend, if you are struggling with an addiction to sin or you're struggling with something over you that just won't let you go from its grips, Know that God will stand with you, even in the fire. Now, <laughs> there, like we got to go back here to Daniel chapter 1, verse 21. And Daniel remained there. It was months and months and years and years that he was still living out with resolve what God had asked them to do. Uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had to walk the long walk to the fire. They had to go through being in the fire, but God was with them in it. And if you're going through the fire, God is with you in it. King Nebuchadnezzar changes his tune here at the end, uh, and in verse 28, chapter 328 says, Then Nebuchadnezzar said, 
Praise be to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and rescued his servants. They trusted him and defied the king's commands and were willing to give up their lives rather than serve or worship any god except their own god. And therefore, he decreed that people would no longer speak evil of their god. But here it is for us. We need to trust in God and no matter who that defies or what that defies. They were willing to give up their even their very own lives in order not to serve or worship any God besides the King of Heaven. We can't worship any God beside the King of Heaven. And if we are, we need to, to get ourselves in a place where we ask for forgiveness, where we find this resolve inside of us that we will serve God alone, that we will not serve any other king. And that other king could be anything sinful or it could be a person who has set themselves up over us and said, serve me. And when we don't serve them, they are furious with rage. They are so angry that they make things harder. They make they turn up the fur furnace higher. But I want you to remember, friend, that as they turn up the furnace higher, that God is waiting for you in the midst of that fire. God is waiting for you and saying, all right, throw this person in the fire. I'll be right here and I'll protect them. I'll be right here and I'll protect them. And our God is faithful. Our God was faithful to Daniel when the, the godly people weren't being godly. God was faithful to Daniel when the ungodly people were treating him unfairly. And God was faithful to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego even unto the point of death. And I think the thing is, is even if we're, we're at a place where it seems like our life is going to be destroyed, this is going to be the end of us. We still resolve that we're going to serve God. He'll see you through. It's not going to be easy. It may be like a fiery furnace, but he will see you through. There is no need to bow before anyone or anything besides God. And today, I hope that you will resolve and have a settled solution in the the depths of who you are in your inner self, down in the depths of your belly, that you don't serve anything besides God. And when there are things put on you that are impossible, you seek a godly solution. When there are things that people put on you that are not right, you seek God. <laughs> there was no way that these that Daniel could interpret a dream. He had no idea what it was, but through God. There are situations in your life that there is no way to see through. You need God, and God will come through. But Daniel sought God all night long. We have to be willing to seek God, to sit in his presence and say, God, what is your solution? And this isn't a quick fast food prayer. This is sitting before the Lord and saying, God of heaven, will you speak? God of heaven, I am desperate for you. And what this does is build relationship between you and the king of heaven. It opens up a, a way that you can hear his voice so clearly speak. And God will speak into your life and give you the solution that you need miraculously. Please don't let other people carve out an image of themselves and make you bow before them. Please know that you can trust God, that you can serve God alone. Now, I know that there are people who are set up as authorities over us and that that um, I'm not talking about being disrespectful because we see uh, in the book of Titus, especially where it talks about uh making sure that you're under the rulers and under the governments that are set before you. I'm not talking about things that are just our preferences. I'm talking about uh, things where they would say uh, that would defy us from or from serving God, from praying, from, from things that would make us pray to a God besides the God of heaven. 
So we need to be respectful of our government and of our leaders. But I know that there are people that try to make themselves gods over us. And the Bible teaches clearly against that there is one God. There are people he gives giftings to, to teach and to preach and to evangelize and to prophesy. And those are beautiful gifts that should be used all the time. But then there are things that are sinful put over us. And if there's something sinful over you, seek God. Seek him all night long until you find the solution. Seek the Lord and he's going to give you a solution just like he did for Daniel. But don't be surprised when that when you pull away from that narcissism, when you pull away from that thing that set itself up as a God over you, that it's going to be hot. It's going to be like a furnace. It's going to be furious. But God will meet you there in the furnace. God will meet you there in the midst of your trial. You are not alone. Hallelujah. All right, let's pray. God, I thank you for your word. I thank you, God, that you are with us, that you never, ever, ever leave us or forsake us. God, I thank you for your word that says, if we draw near to you, you will draw near to us. If we seek you, we will find you and we seek you with all of our hearts. So God, I pray a resolve in the heart of every listener to seek your face, O God of Jacob, to seek you and find you and hear a word from heaven. And God, I pray that we would find solutions to things that are heavy on our lives, that we would find solutions to the impossible because we sought your face. God, I pray for supernatural wisdom as we seek you. God, I pray for those who are under the bondage of evil, under the bondage of a king who has set themselves up over them. Lord, I pray that you would release them. God, I pray that you would meet them in the fire. God, I pray for resolve to serve you and you alone, to get out of the uh, the ruler that's over them and to, to have you as the, the king of their lives. Lord, I thank you that there is a God in heaven who hears us when we call. I thank you that there is a God in heaven that meets us right where we're at. Lord, I thank you that you are mighty to save. God, we trust you. We trust you and we want to serve you. We want to have a settledness in our, our hearts. We want to have a resolve to serve you no matter what. God, thank you for your word today. In Jesus' name, amen.